0: It's, like, the whole, like, yellow punch puggy principle. Yeah. That's, like, the minute that you Or, like, when you're that afraid you start... that you're having
1: a pregnancy scare and you see pregnant people everywhere.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Same message. Yeah. Very yeah, different I medium. I like yours <laughs> is better. Yeah. <laughs> Friends by accident.
1: Podcast host on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment.
0: This is Accidental Friends with Lene Deggin and Kristen Mandela. Yes, it is. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. 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 I feel like we're both a little bit low energy today, and I. I mean, feel... it's a Monday
1: Eve. This is a tough ask for the folks, this... but anything for our beautiful accidental friends, oh. listeners.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally for lounging
1: real. on the couch with a microphone on my chest.
0: And it's funny because I feel like always after I record, I get like my boost of energy, and I'm like, oh totally. damn it! I wish I we recorded. We had this in energy. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this gives me energy. We gotta like
1: shake out the uh, the old limbs here.
0: Totally, totally. It's also least... like
1: quite a cold. Yeah. Canadian it's like a gross days, night. So, it's kind of. Anyway, to...
0: enough complaining out of us. Fine. We are here to pump up the jams. no <laughs> I don't know why that came out
1: of me. <laughs> That's okay. You really want to make us higher energy. I'm really trying. <laughs> but um
0: the what we want to talk about today is a little bit something that I noticed like on honestly I was thinking about it over the weekend. I had a little me bit of well. a hectic hectic weekend.
1: Social calendar has been packed this December. Seriously. On both of our counts.
0: Truly. And I thought – it was something that I kind of stopped. It was – so it was my nephew's first birthday. And it was, like, we had, like, a two-day birthday thing. And so at one of the events, I saw my brother and all of his friends who they've been friends with since they were, like, in elementary school – High school, okay, young. So they've been friends for 20, close to 20 years. And these are the guys that when I would go out at like 19, 20, they were the ones that were, it was like their clubs that they were promoting at that I wouldn't have I to, see.
1: Yeah. yeah. They you were know the what the cool I mean? Guys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. So now I said this a couple, I said this a couple, of, this a couple of times that I was like, it's so, it's wild to me that you guys are sitting around at a one-year-old's birthday like it was really trippy for me to see these guys that are there's no alcohol served obviously at this place that we were at they were just sipping on coffees and cappuccinos and Mm -hmm. like lattes and stuff and I was like it's just such a weird place because there's people there that are all grown up they're all grown up and there's people there that are a year a year older than me who have you know Children that are older than one there's people yeah. that are still single there's people in every single walk and everything in between, you know, like dating they're just engaged they're they're married they're trying to have kids like all within the same age range
1: right that's why I think it's really difficult right now to be our age because it is I think a few decades ago it would have been expected for us to be long married off and things yeah. would have been on a bit of a more confined trajectory. But now the shit's kind of just up in the air and people are Mm -hmm. kind of doing away with those expectations of what we're supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to be living, you know, which is great.
0: But it also leaves
1: us, I think, without guidelines. So you actually have to sit with ourselves and be like, okay – what do we want? Like, when do we want it? You know what I mean? We are not going on this kind of forced trajectory that we've been told that we wanted because a lot of us are challenging that or just like we don't feel the same pressure that people Mm -hmm. before us have had to have kind of thrust on them. And it's like a little discombobulating. I I myself was at a lot of social events this weekend as well. And it's weird being at a holiday party with like some of my friends that I've been going to for like many, many years where it used to be like, us getting wasted in the basement while like all the parents were like having snore fest conversations upstairs and we'd be like fuck that we're going downstairs having fun yeah yeah and then this year it's like my our our close friend Tevin literally has a baby now and they brought all of their neighborhood friends with like kids around the same age and they're all playing with mega blocks in the basement and we're upstairs having the not boring conversations but like small talk catch-up conversations which I perceive to be boring and still sometimes do to be honest like it is a hard transition for me sometimes still but yeah. i'm like i don't even want to be drunk in the basement it's just like it's a kind of a whiplash moment where you're like what the fuck happened what happened like, literally i, know. I was when like blackout this on this couch on the basement's couch and now all these like wholesome family christmas moments are happening yeah. on this couch with these children and yeah it's just weird. it felt really
0: funny because also i brought i obviously brought Fernando with me too so we were kind of standing there and i was like god it's just i was saying explaining to him i'm like this is just such a different it, it's, it's a crazy time because, and he's like, oh, is this not what it's usually like? I'm like, it is, but also maybe it wasn't for us because we've had those times. Like we've Mm -hmm. had those, like we would use it as an excuse to be drinking or we'd get there right when the Event started and right. it would be like the kids off the side. The energy side would be different, yeah. Of course. Yeah, and the conversations would also be different. Like the conversations now are like, "Oh, yeah, we're moving in together," or "Oh, I know. yeah, we're." I'm trying not to know, have resentment
1: for it, but it is you fucking know, boring. <laughs>
0: it's like it is in a sense, but then also I think I'm at a place where I kind of don't mind those because I'm. In a very, not in a weird spot, but I'm, I feel like I'm at an in-between place maybe. Right. So I just think it's, I don't know, I find it like so interesting. Even whenever you go out with, if I go out with like a group of girlfriends, that it's like there's some that are single, there's some that are, that I'm in a group chat where truly each of us are at a different stage in our relationships. I'm dating, one's engaged, one's married, one has a baby on the way, and the one that's married is like, I'm not even ready for kids yet. Right. And we're all and that's the exact the, same
1: age. Right, yeah, of course. I think that's, yeah, that's obviously, it's so funny at this age that that's all happening. And I feel like, I guess, I don't think that it's boring. And I totally get what you mean where it's like, it is nice to have those catch-ups with people. It doesn't mean that they yeah. like, have to be boring. I guess right. I just mean that it feels like the cho- like the joy and like the the child-like energy I feel like it's seeping away yeah and it's still there in very certain like when the chemistry is right and there's a full Mm -hmm, fucking moon mm -hmm. like you still get that like boost of energy and you kind of act again like you were in your like much younger I guess I just yeah. feel like it's weird to like look around and everyone's kind of just been like yeah you know job's good and it's like those are the kind of conversations I think I just don't really thrive in and right. so for me I shy away from not shy away but like I don't really mm-hmm. do great in those kind of conversations or I don't enjoy them particularly mm-hmm. so I think this weekend I just like struggled a little bit with just being very because I felt like it was it is pretty
0: yeah it, it does get like pretty repetitive but I do find also something that I, I read and I, I thought this was really interesting is like, though, as you get older, the reason that time feels like it moves so fast is because you stop doing new things. Right. Whereas when you're a kid or you're in your twenties, everything feels like a new experience. You like try this, you're constantly going out to new bars and new restaurants and meeting new people. Whereas whenever you get into our stage of life you have your partner, you have your job maybe that you've been in for a really a while, you have these things that have been there now for a couple of years. Mm. So then when you see people that you maybe haven't seen in a year right. and they're like, "How is life?" and you're like, "Oh, I don't know if I have much to talk. To. I don't know if I have much to update you on." Right. Because I'm still with the same person, I'm still working the same job maybe. It's it's just such a weird
1: yeah. And I think there's just like – there we definitely do have less time than we did and I don't know what – like I, I feel like that's become much more significant lately and I, yeah. I know that you can relate to this as well where it's like – I think that there's an absolute key element of truth from what you've just said where it's like we we aren't going out every weekend and trying new things and yeah. and all that stuff. And, but I think fundamentally as well we have to work so much harder now than we ever have had to mm-hmm. to make our ends meet and mm-hmm. I think we've also – Like live in a world now where things are just inherently very busy as well as even if we aren't actually maybe doing something that we perceive as being productive, we're on our phones all the time. So Mm -hmm. we don't have actually as much like heads up free time as I think we we used to, especially for somebody being – like us being millennials, where we grew up with a lot of time not being in front of computer screens, especially yeah. during like when we were younger, and even in university, like Facebook was a bit of a thing on our computers, but like right. Instagram started like what twenty oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. twelve or twenty thirteen. Um, so it's like, I just think we feel so much busier, and we feel I just feel like I have no fucking time.
0: I do too. I yeah, don't know, you know what what's really is going on. Is I I used to feel like my friends were we're, we're first. Like, mm. I think maybe because I have a pretty like solid family that I'm right. Ah, you know what? If I go away and then I come back, like, I know my parents are going to be there. I know my brother and my sister, you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm pretty, I'm not, but are you pretty. feeling I a am, change of
1: priorities now?
0: But now I, I think it's honestly, ever since my nephew came into the picture right. is because first of all, that first year he changes and he grows so fast. And as his aunt, And godmother, I don't want to miss any of that stuff. Like, I want him to know who I am. And so I do find if I have a free afternoon, I'm going up to their place. Right. If I have a, you know, on weekends, family events that maybe I might have missed in the past, or if my parents were maybe just going to my brother and my sister-in-law's house, I'd be like, you know what, I'll just skip it this week. And I want to go hang out with my friends. But now that this little monster is in our life, in our lives, I make so much more of an effort to totally. be like, oh, I have an afternoon or oh, we're getting together for a dinner, I'm gonna go. Right. And that leaves so much less time for your friends mm-hmm. and I Who guess are I- also
1: struggling in their own kind of pods with that exact same thing. So it's like even you, me and Chloe, we're like, what week in December can we get together during yeah. a weekday? To yeah. have one dinner, and it was like because a also Tuesday. we can't get together on a weekend.
0: There's too much There's, stuff going uh, all, on. No, weekend. our
1: weekends are all booked, and it's like, in a way, I, I I grieve that. Like I really do. Me like too. I think being Me busy too. is such a. It's something that so many of us really value, and it's like almost like a mark of being popular or being like valued. Successful, or, yeah, yeah, successful. Like, oh my god, no, I just I have this and this and this and like having our social calendars and our work calendars and our just our life booked is like, just something that is so, like people talk about it so freely all the time, but I, mm-hmm. I do, I grieve. Like I, I miss when, I, honestly, and I, I don't know if this is insensitive knowing how absolutely devastating the pandemic has been, but like, I miss my nervous system in some way, in some ways it fucking spiked my nervous system to be like terrible. totally yeah, yeah, But yeah. like when I first got laid off at the beginning of the pandemic and I was told at this at the time, like a few weeks max, I was like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I don't have obligations. I don't. I can't see people. I can just take time from myself, to do what and I, I, p- want. I painted and I drew and I did all these things, and like, I. In some ways, I think that's like actually, barring the actual pandemic element of it, what we need more of is like more mm-hmm. time as adults to play, more times, yeah. more time to be creative, more time to connect, not around drinking. I know you and I have talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. But like just actually being in spaces together without it having to be like for something, and yeah. I just think that's so rare now.
0: You know what? So when we were first talking about this um, topic and this episode pre-recording, yeah, I I I had an idea of why I wanted to talk about it, but I okay. just couldn't pinpoint it. And then when you just said I'm grieving that, I was mm-hmm. like, that's literally why. Whoa. I think that's why it was so on my mind. I could I honestly couldn't find the words but for it. And then you said emotional. it. There was something that something that was like a little bit heavy. I just right. noticed it this weekend because totally. I'm going to New York on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I fly on Friday, and I'm going with two of my best girlfriends. I'm so freaking excited yeah and i'm so excited to just like literally sit and have coffee with them and, and have really long chats so that yeah. we're not and that's not being like, like, like oh, while we're walking I can get and like coffee not with
1: you but from 9 to 11 and then i gotta go to a lunch or yeah, whatever. yeah you know i have I mean? like f-
0: over 48 hours of like solid best friend time and i'm so f- Freaking excited, yeah! Like I'm so excited because I feel like I don't get that with them anymore. Totally, and not in a negative way. Like they are. It is just how it is, but it just is how it is. Okay. Yeah.
1: I remember when my parents used to talk about this. I don't know if it was my, I don't know who it was, but I think it was probably my mom being like, "I grew up with all these people, and now it's like it started out like once a month, and then it was like once every few months, and now it's like we are lucky if over the course of a year we can find time to get together." And yeah. she's done a lot of proactive things about that. Like she started a woman's group and all these different things to try to see those people more often. But it's mm-hmm. like not some of those random friends that now live outside of the city and their houses. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, that's never going to happen with my friends. Like I right. see my friends I know, all the I fucking know. time. Yeah. Like Mateo, Kevin, all my maybe. people. Like, no, I'll see them constantly. And now I'm like, oh, no, like. When you have children, when you have other people in your life, when you have a full-time job and, you know, inflation is making it so you buy five things at the grocery store and it's $110, like, you have to kind of put your boots in the ground, like, and it does keep you so preoccupied in a way that I just, I didn't anticipate to happen and I think you will so identify with this where… I think it's a quote from The Office. Andy from The Office, mm. says it, where it's "I wish you knew you were in the good old days." The good when old you days, in- yeah, exactly. I yeah. wish somebody like tapped you on the shoulder and told you you were in the good old days, um, so you kind of didn't miss them. And not that I think that we're past the good old days, but I think there was some magic that was in those few years, yeah, that was partially stolen from the pandemic, but partially also just happens when you get a little older. And now I'm like, oh, I I miss, <laughs> I
0: miss. <laughs> you know what's funny? I Can them. I actually say something? So. Yeah. I, that's such a good point because I, when I was single, mm-hmm. one of the ways that I made dating and like waiting to meet my partner mm-hmm. bearable was telling myself that one day, I'm a I'm a big believer that like if you want something you're going to get it because like that desire was placed in you for a reason. That's like a, I feel like that's a whole other episode of like the manifesting and whatever world, but I'm a big believer in that. So I started to think like, oh my God, I am 30 years old. I live on my own. I have this beautiful apartment. I have this beautiful condo. I love what I do. I'm healthy. I have a great group of friends. I'm going to look back in 10 years from now, 15 years from now, when I'm married and have Mm -hmm. kids because that's something that I want. So I'm obviously going to have it. And I'm going to look back on my 30-year-old self and be like, damn, she had it so good in the sense that I didn't have to answer to anybody. I didn't have to think about Mm. what my kids were having for lunch, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, if they got to their class on time or whatever a parent (laughs) worries about. I'm sure there's... A million other something. things that I just yeah yeah you'll... yeah that I didn't mention, but <laughs> I I looked at I looked at my life at that moment, and I'm not kidding you. It my life felt magical. Like oh. I I'm not even exaggerating. I literally would sit on the couch, and when I was watching a show, like a show that I wanted to watch, that was not something that. Oh, somebody told me that it was really good. Like I was watching musicals. I was yeah, watching like shit. all of this my shit. And I was so present in the moment because I was like, I'm going to look back on this time 10, 15 years from now and be like, that was so fun. Don't wish and that it was away so
1: important. yeah. Of because course. that was
0: so important and you are going to look back and have a memory of it. But like if you can be in the moment and remember it in that moment, I don't know how to explain it. If you're almost no, like I remembering totally. as you're experiencing it, like you're right. so so present Mm -hmm. that you're almost realizing that this is now becoming a really good memory for you. So just even thinking about that, I'm kind of like, shit, I want to do that more now. Totally. Like, I want to do that now, now. Like, starting literally as we stop, even as we're recording, I'm just like, I feel like I need to be basking in this time more where I'm – you know, not married, I don't really have too many responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Like we really don't have that many responsibilities. I don't have the responsibility of kids. I don't have a dog, you know, or a pet that I need to look after. It's just me. And I guess like, you know, my partner, I don't really need to think about much else than that. Right. And I think that's a really nice place to be. I don't know. Yeah,
1: no, I think you do have to take everything with its like, comparison is the thief of joy right So if if we're always in these new life stages and we're looking back being like holy shit i wish i was still 26 traveling in guatemala and doing this and that," like you have to look at them for what they were and just because their memories doesn't mean that they're still not real and like existing Mm -hmm. within you now and i think that's an important point of you needing to like and i and i want to do the same thing of appreciating all of the incredible moments that are happening now, even if they feel a little less yeah, exciting in that kind of yeah. traditional way or the way mm-hmm. that we've been – you know what I mean? Like the 20s and whatever. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it – and we've talked about this as well – is like the external – idea of of the 30s and people kind of just shit on them (laughs) like yeah some people are like oh my god the 30s are amazing you don't doubt yourself and in those ways it's absolutely true but in terms of like the the level of fun i think people are always like oh yeah you're gonna buy a house you're gonna do that and i'm like we can also have these conversations in a fun context you know what i mean not everything has to be these like weighty expectations yeah. of you in adulthood, which I think brings the vibe down for me, honestly.
0: Honestly though, like it, it really I I totally get it. I don't you know? want I don't want just because I've turned 31 yeah for my life to constantly, identity to change. Yeah, my identity to change to be surrounded by um I don't know, like mortgage talk and like right, you know, and all I think of that stuff. Yeah. That's kind of maybe where I, I was struggling that, with this weekend. Mm, It's, it's true. And I, I find that sometimes whenever you are like 31 or you meet somebody that's like in their early thirties, 30 or early thirties, mid thirties, even that is, that has that like really playful mindset. Like maybe sometimes Mm -hmm. people think that it's, it may come across as like immature. Cause I feel like when I was younger, maybe in my twenties and I met someone that was in their thirties and still talked a little bit young, I'd be like, okay, they're still living in the past. Like, right? Grow like up, they're trying to put on fucking it. They're, they're thirty-five. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Fusing like, get your shit together. Either. Like, it's right, right. But I think that. But both But then you're going to be thirty-five, coexist. being like, "Who the fuck's judging me? I'm just having fun." I know. I think that both can coexist. Of like, I can be a very responsible person, and I yeah. pay my bills on time. I take care of myself. I do all of these things, but that doesn't make me not a fun person. I think that's a big fear of mine to not be fun anymore.
1: Yeah, totally. And I Whoa. think also maybe to be <laughs> shamed for wanting to be fun. Or like yeah. otherwise you get like relegated to like the the kooky aunt or like the you know what I mean? Like I'm like I don't wanna be crazy for wanting to be joyful and playful and childlike.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I
1: hate the idea, like I think there are actual immature qualities.
0: Totally.
1: Yes. But I don't yeah. think joyfulness and child like childlike joy and playfulness are immature characteristics I think yeah. of immature characteristics of, as being like lack of emotional intelligence yes. lack yes. of self-awareness yeah being yeah. very selfish being very you know like right. talking a lot of shit or whatever I yeah, think those yeah. can be very immature qualities and not qualities indicative of somebody that's like done a lot of growth yeah. age or otherwise but I think I think child like childlike energy and joyfulness and playfulness gets a bad rap
0: and I that, do think it totally that gets a bad rap. my
1: gears. Ow. It
0: does grind my gears, girl. So I was also listening to a, I was listening to a podcast yes. on I, while I was driving today, and this man like was explaining how. Um, I have two things that just came to my mind while you're talking, but okay. a he like he did this thing where he um what's the word I'm looking for he he knows he times everything that he does. So his whole life, he's organized, not his whole life, but like for the last three years, every single day, he has tracked, that's the word I'm looking for. He's tracked. Um, side note, I've hit my elbow on my chair like thing sure so didn't. many times. So you're gonna hear it if Chloe scrubs it out, not sure, but even if not, you're gonna hear it a okay. bunch of times. But um, he tracked everything and he kind of did it in a sense of like, where am I wasting time? Where am I wasting energy? And then he slowly put in He talks about it very mechanically of like systems and processes and blah, blah, blah. He's
1: obviously a numbers person.
0: He is a numbers person, but it kind of hit. And maybe because I'm a numbers person, I freaking love numbers so much because I just think that they're such an objective. Anyway, I could go on. I think they're just such an objective, cool way to look at things. And the way that he did it was like he organized it so that he knows in his schedule, like how much time he has. And now he said, he's like, I have, because I looked at it and because I analyzed it so much, I now work way less Mm. and I have so much more time for the things that I love in my life. Right. Because I kind of saw where I was wasting time, where I could be more efficient, where I could do systems. But that only comes from tracking your time. Um, and shout out to my friend, Steph. I know she's going to listen to this podcast. Um, and she's the one that sent this episode to me. But he tracked his time so meticulously that now he almost – he's created this time to play and just live in his calendar. Amazing. Which makes it even better. And then also the second thing I want to know is – I want to say is that one thing that people are always like, oh, it's so childish, or childlike and blah, 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 the childlike joy – Think about people of like when they retire or they maybe have like a second act in life mm-hmm. or anything like that, and if you notice, it's always something creative.
1: Right. Of course, it's always something or like oh, super I've wealthy never people had that had... don't have to work anymore. They always pursue art.
0: Yeah, I've never had the chance to paint like I wanted to. I've never yeah. had the chance to write like I wanted to. I never had the chance to take singing lessons, pottery Absolutely. classes, like all of these creative things. So before people start to think, oh. Like for those of us that are still pursuing anything creative or make or actively make time for something creative in our lives, while, you know, there's a lot of people that are in the corporate hustle mm-hmm. and that's like lovely for them too. Um, I think it's just important to look at that like when you have the choice of what to do with your time, you always revert to art.
1: I totally agree. And that's the one thing that bothers me so much about society now is that. Art has now become like something that's gatekept for people that have a lot of time. And those, time, those people that have a lot of time are almost exclusively very wealthy people.
0: Yeah. It is now
1: a privilege to be able to practice and be artistic. Yeah. And literally art was something that was for the masses. It was for people no matter what their stage or level was in life mm-hmm. to be able to express themselves. And now it's like – shit I have so much money and time I can afford a paint studio yeah and I can afford some really nice paints and time to be able to do it but I know that all of my other needs are taken care of because I can't make money or do anything with this art so it has to be a hobby because we put so much value on production for the market we have to be doing something that's Mm -hmm. making money and putting money back in the economy and art other than again, the big names, pure joy. Yeah, but unless you're being be, like trying to become very successful at it, is is for just expression, and that mm-hmm. scene is being inherently less valuable and like less productive, yeah. and that makes me sad because I do think that art. Actually, there was this quote I'll have to find it, but it's about like dancing, like the idea of dance is just a verb; it's not actually a skill. Like people can mm-hmm. become very skilled at dance. But mm-hmm. with this new thing of like when you have – when you're doing something that's expressive, you have to be immediately good at it. But yeah. there is actually no good or bad dance because dance is just a mechanism of you being able to express yourself through your body. And when we feel like we can't do that because we have to be good before we even try, mm-hmm. it keeps so much energy locked inside of us that's kind of like yeah. waiting to break free. And that also I th- I think about a lot when I'm like – because you and I have been out dancing more times than I can count – and although I will say that both of us are very good dancers, we both also <laughs> dance like nobody is watching. Truly. And I think that is one of the reasons that I love going out dancing so much is that it doesn't really matter how good you are at it. You just mm-hmm. move.
0: You yeah, know? one of the, one of the biggest things I used to do all the time when I was still at my place was that I would if I was doing something and I felt like nervous or I had like 5 minutes to spare mm-hmm. or I found myself like really clenched in that like um like stretchy. computer position yeah like shoulders up clenched jaw mm-hmm. my hands are like curled into like a mouse little claws, but, you know okay. what i mean like these little yeah. claws yeah i have like these little t-rex arms that i'm showing on on video but um i would i would stop what i'm doing and then i'd put there's a few songs that i would rotate and i just would fr- like hands in the air like those movies that there's yeah, like yeah, girls yeah. in their apartments just like dancing with their hands in the air they're mm-hmm. they're their, head flailing Providing. everywhere their hips just freaking going going
1: yeah I and i'm that. not
0: joking i would always feel so much better because it just like gets your energy kind of moving and then it's i amazing. love that Get it
1: shakes the stagnant energy out yeah and i know we're like now kind of weaving through all of these topics but i think the main underlying thing is we just don't have enough time Mm-hmm. and I wish that we had all of us collectively everyone listening and everyone that will ever fucking listen <laughs> I wish we all had a little bit more time yeah. to play and to tap back into that side of ourselves because we all have that side of ourselves it always makes me so sad when I hear people being like oh I am not artistic I'm not creative at all I'm like no you are because it's not point. actually a skill like it, it, I mean it, again, yeah it's not something that you have to be good at
0: you don't have to be good at it you just can do it you just it, can and do it it'll be a thing yeah but we're I went so to a used paint to night judging the other night.
1: we're judging and comparing and always like rating and ranking and it just yeah. takes away all the idea of just being able to express so you went as, to paint night how was that no
0: i was like as an artist myself mm-hmm. i went to a paint night which is not my art form right in any sense of the word i don't they gave us i didn't even realize it until at, way after we left like they gave us a plate of the primary color so red yellow blue and then white and black. Nice. So you could create any color with everything that's already on the plate. Right. I obviously didn't know that. For you, right? Right. So you're like, I where had... the fuck are the browns and the... so? My whole thing was like, my entire painting is like red, blues, and yellows. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my god, I can mix green. Oh my god, I can kind of mix purple. Right, right, right. And then I was like, oh, I can kind of make pink. Yeah. I had no idea, and I was hard judging myself. For my painting, I kept being like, oh, mine is terrible. I hate mine. Right. And then I'd look at the girl next to me and I'd be like, oh, she's amazing. She's right. so good. She must but be an I'm artist. Shit. Yeah. But yeah. I'm shit. And so I was fully judging my l- artistry or lack thereof, sk- paint like, painting yeah. skills. And I'm like, okay, you're not doing this to sell it to your fucking yeah, like this neighbor. You like you're sell, literally yeah, yeah. just doing it because it was like a fun event and something different to do, right? On a but Friday you're
1: not night. even letting yourself enjoy it.
0: No, I was kind of like, I got, I started to get pissed. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is so annoying. And I had like a couple. Of, I think I had like two glasses of wine on truly an empty stomach. So I was like, by the end of it, I was like, oh, whatever. I'm just yeah. like ready for it to be over because oh I just God. wasn't. It wasn't good, but Mm. I was like having fun in the process. And I always say, I'm like, I want to do paint by number so bad. Because that's like my brain being like, perfect. Put green here. Yeah. Put yellow, red here. Put blue here, you know? Yeah,
1: totally. Like, just tell me where to do it. Just
0: tell me where to do it. Take out the think work. Yeah. And then maybe that'll give me a boost of confidence. Right. But, okay, so here's my question. And I don't think I have the answer. I'm not sure if I have the answer. Okay. Like, how do you navigate this? Time. Time in your life.
1: Well, I think and like you, what you gave exactly the an answer? Yeah. I think which is like just to, to take it all in, and to find the joy in the simplest of moments, even if they look and feel differently than they used to. And even if you prefer the way they used to look and feel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's still, whatever it is, it can be the smallest fucking thing, but finding the joy and the gratitude in the stuff that you're enjoying that you're doing now. And yeah. honestly, I like I, I don't think I'm going to go through and like time my entire day, but I do mm-hmm. think even if it does take us just a second to take a deep breath and have a moment for ourselves, writing in a journal obviously you and I are huge proponents of that but like Mm -hmm. that's a huge release for me listening to that fucking song that either gets your hips going or gets your tears flowing it's so nice whichever one it is I think that's like tapping back into yourself and realizing you're the same person all these things are changing things are happening quick but you are still you and everything's okay you know Mm because it can be kind of overwhelming and I think again with this whole comparison is the thief of joy we are so programmed now with social media to be always comparing and i think mm-hmm. we have to ground ourselves back in like the truth of the matter which is who we are and where we are right now is absolutely perfect it's it's where we're meant to be it's, yeah. it's where we are and even if it wasn't where we meant to be we can't fucking do anything about it anyway <laughs>
0: yeah for real
1: and the changes that you can make make them if you hate what's yeah. going on so much but if you can't Right now, that's okay. Just use this as a practice to to stay grateful for what you do have, because I think this is as much advice for everybody else as it is for myself. Because Mm -hmm. I do think that I often get wrapped up into, you know, the I have a friend that travels professionally for a living, and she's like doing a retreat right now in Mexico, and I'm like, fuck, wouldn't that be fucking nice? I know, you know what I I
0: mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh shit, that sounds really great right now, as I'm like freezing cold in my apartment, but. At the same time, I am here and that is because of choices that I've made and I'm very happy with like so much of my life. Yeah. So
0: I also think I don't know. that like as I was th- as you were talking, I kind of thought I was like I don't want to like just like that Andy quote, I don't want to wait till we're out of the good old days to th- to realize that we were in the good old days yeah. and I think that so much of our life is about perspective and it's about our mindset around Absolutely. things. And so, if we believe that these are the good old days, yeah, I think that instinctively you'll find you, you'll just naturally it's like the whole like yellow punch puggy principle yeah. that's like, or like the minute you're that, you start, that you're having a
1: pregnancy scare and you see pregnant people everywhere.
0: <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Same message, yeah. very yeah, different mediums. Years <laughs> is better,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, really trying to go for like just. No punch buggy, punch bugs.
1: I never see punch buggies anymore. I hope to well, God. I'm next sure episode we're doing after this,
0: for punch sure.
1: For next week. But
0: it's the whole premise of like the yeah. minute that, or whatever, if you want to buy something and you all of a sudden start seeing every fucking person imaginable with that what thing. you want, right. what you have, I think what if we did that with our lives right now of totally. like when we think that we don't have enough time or when we think that everyone's really busy or when we think that everyone's ahead of us behind us whatever uh, it is yeah, whatever it is um what if we have like a perspective i and i say this truly as like a reminder to myself too of like Absolutely. i need i need a bit of a perspective hit who was i talking to i feel like i was at a christmas party or something the other day that was like um And we were talking about it. And then, and at first she was like, how's everything? I haven't seen you in a while. And I'm like, oh, it's good. This and that, whatever. We were chatting. And then near the end of the Christmas party when, because I see this girl once a year, but I freaking love her. Mm -hmm. Like I only ever see her at these events that my friend puts on as well. So it's through her. But every time I see her, I'm like, oh, I just freaking love her. Like, I think she's awesome. I think she's so cool. She's so fun to talk to. And so then by the end of the, the conversation, what started out was like, yeah, you know, like things are, things are really good. Like things are blah, blah, blah. I was like, this was the hardest year of my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you get down to the nitty gritty real fast. Have you I been was like that first I've, I've
0: been like over my job, my condo's yeah. in shambles. I haven't lived there in four or five months. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Like totally. listing the ways that this was the hard, 2022, 2022- 2022 absolutely rocked me. Right. And I found that I started to have a very negative um, outlook on Mm. a lot of things, a lot, so many things. And I think this even ties into our conversation last week, Chris, of like, oh, that I maybe didn't share um, about like Fern or about like things that were happening because I felt like I was so negative and maybe that I give off a very like positive glass half full type like you didn't feel like you could like – which I love – but I was kind of like, these are just things that are happening to me. They're not things that are happening to other people. So I don't want to bring down the vibe. I know. Um, I wish you didn't with, do that,
1: to be honest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, and do, so I, I do, but I wish of, that you didn't.
0: Yeah. So it was – I just found that I was constantly having a negative outlook. And I found I would sometimes not – I'd be like, ah, oh, I don't feel like going because I felt like I had nothing to even talk about other than these negative things that mm. were happening to me. And so so I'm really, I really want 2023, like we'll make an episode about like New Year's resolutions and stuff to literally be about perspective and like a complete perspective. So that's kind of your
1: challenge going into 2023 is to find those, like to, to try to shift your perspective while you're in it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Love that. Because I was doing that before, but then when everything kind of started, it's easy to do it when things are easy, though. <laughs> Fuck when things was are going great, ever. you're like, "Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm grateful. I'm do, I do my gratitude journal every day." It's the oh hardest my. to do the gratitude journal when things don't seem like they're going that great,
0: right? And I think it's just something that we really, really, really need to do because totally. we are in the good old days. I mean, we're like thirty, yeah. thirty one. Like life is freaking good. Life is great. You know, totally. So I don't know. I'm I'm curious to know how other people feel because I feel like we have a lot of like different um like people listeners from from different age everywhere groups. and different yeah, age yeah, groups yeah, it's true. different walks of life different mm-hmm. um you know places in their life all of that stuff so I'm just like really curious about I know what I other people it. think yeah and so if you guys feel the need like send us a message we had someone send us a voice note which I thought was very like, very free. very, it was very yeah freaking sweet. Um, So send us a voice note if you feel so inclined. Um, And we're navigating this together, babies, because I feel like people that listen to our podcast are in our category, our age category and our... There are meds. Yeah, of course.
1: I think there's a lot of relatable messaging in this. I I mean, at least I hope so. And I think it's true that it's going to look and feel differently to everybody, but there's going to be those underlying things that like will always sew through everybody's life, which is like mm-hmm. the changing expectations and just how, how we all get through it together. Yeah. But with that being said, I think we should all remind everyone to drink lots of liquids during this holiday season because totally. shit is busy out there. It is, Make some time for yourself. Even if you feel like you don't have a moment for yourself, just take some time for yourself. And Mm -hmm. fuck obligation. If you really feel like it's going to be bad for your mental health to go to something.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It'll be fine. You don't need to go.
0: I totally agree.
1: Unless it's like the funeral for like, you know what I mean? One of those big ones where you should probably show up. Yeah. If it's just a Christmas party and you're getting anxious about it, it's not worth it. Just don't go.
0: It's honestly not worth it. It's really not worth it. I was – I actually had that happen today. I did – I was helping a friend with a workshop of a new musical, Mm -hmm. which just goes to show that's literally one of the coolest things ever for me. Like, I'm – it was so fun. I felt so energized doing that yesterday and today. I did a two-day thing. And after – I haven't seen this friend in a really long time. And they were like, oh, what are you doing today, like, after this workshop? And I was like, oh, I have to do work.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: they were like, okay, well, what about when you're done work? And – I just there was a part of me that was like, okay, yeah, like I can keep you posted and let you know, but the thought of coming back working and then going back felt so
1: wrong. I just was like, (laughs) I may,
0: yeah, no, I can't do it. I I just feel like I need the time, and if I like that extra time, totally, I would love to just sit on my couch, yeah, too. You know, and I think it's just more that we need to do more of that, and then that'll make leave more room for play
1: mindful recharging time exactly i love that so take some time for yourselves babies and you too al i think both of us will be having a very similar looking evening
0: oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) baby i'll be on my couch i have a bit of work to do after this but then couch bound trashy tv
1: absolutely and lots of water christmas tree today yeah that sounds lovely i'm gonna do the same and i hope everyone out there is taking care of themselves yeah um, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much, don't
0: we? We love ya.
1: <laughs> um, thank you so much. We created this podcast, Al and I, and Chloe edits and produces it, and we appreciate her so much because this girl has a full-time job, and she deals with our crazy non-40-hour work weeking asses sending her stuff mm-hmm. all the time, so we appreciate her so much. And yeah, if you want to check us out, we have an Instagram, Accidental Friends Podcast. We're on TikTok, Accidental Friends. We have a website, AccidentalFriendsPodcast.com. We're just all over the web, you know. And, yeah, we will be back every Thursday from now until forever.
0: (laughs) We love you. We love you.